Welcome back to another episode of the Body and Mind Strong podcast, where we talk all things life, fitness, and health. My name is Renee. I'm your host and integrated health coach. The Body and Mind Strong podcast was established to help others create a healthier, happier, stronger self. For more information, please follow me on YouTube and Facebook at Body and Mind Strong. You can also find me at www.bodyandmindstrong.com. I hope you enjoy the following podcast. Welcome back, everyone. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about how a diet starts in your head, not in your mouth. But first, I want to let you know of a giveaway I am offering called Crushing Goals 2021. For the first time ever in January, I'll be offering my total coaching program for free to two motivated people who are ready to crush some goals in 2021. This program will be for three months and include a monthly one-on-one video or phone session, weekly check-ins, personalized fitness plan, diet guidance, stress management, and more. If you're interested in achieving your fat loss goals and health goals next year, please email me the following information at bodyandmindstrong at gmail.com. First, a short story of how you got to where you're at in regards to your health. Second, your goals for 2021, all goals, health, fitness, and life, and the reason behind those goals. Third, and why now? I want to know what triggered you to start working on your changes now. Fourth, make sure you add in the reason for entering this giveaway. Oh, and don't forget to put Crushing Goals 2021 giveaway in the subject line. I know that might seem like a lot of information. I don't need you to write a book. Just quick snippets for each one will work. I will draw names of the two lucky people on January 10th. I will have this information in the show notes as well. And if you miss any of it in the email, I'll let you know so you can update your entry. Okay, on to the topic at hand. This information also applies to what they call normal day-to-day eating, but in this podcast, I'm going to refer a little bit more to fat loss. So you're ready to drop some fat and you pick a book on the latest diet that states they have the answer to losing fat. It gives you a detailed outline of what you should be eating, which includes weekly diet plans and a food list you can take with you to the grocery store. This book also talks about physical activities and how it's beneficial as well to losing fat. You read the book from front to back and think to yourself, I can totally do this. So you start on it. You start off great, drop a great deal in the first two weeks, then the weight loss starts to slow down. You get frustrated, start eating foods which are not on the list and start eating too much of it. Weight loss stops and you give up. What do you do next? Well, you try another diet, right? Then another one. So how do we stop the cycle? Well, the biggest issue with most diet plans out there is that they do not address the mental side of a diet. They give you the right food plan and workout routine, but they don't address trigger foods, cravings, stress eating, and your relationship with food. These things can have a major impact on whether or not you achieve your fat loss goal. So what is your relationship with foods? This is definitely important for you to be aware of when you're tackling any kind of diet. Why? because this is what may sink you as you're trying to achieve your goals. Example, if you're a stress eater and you tend to have stressful days at work, then no matter what diet you're on, you're gonna struggle. You're gonna come home from work and grab whatever sounds good, which you think will make you feel better. More often than not, these foods you will reach for will be what people call comfort foods and are more than likely not be on the diet plan you're following. What about trigger foods? Say you're a potato chip addict love to munch on them, then all of a sudden there's a bag in the house. 
You can't resist and it's been so long. Boom, the bag is gone by the end of the day. Oh, by the way, this one is me, especially when it comes to certain brands. So how do you examine your relationship with foods and how do you conquer some of those not so healthy habits? Yes, some of what I mentioned above are actually the results of habits. Well, first things first, in order to change up your habits so you may achieve your goals, you need to be aware of them. Self-awareness is key. Start paying attention to your actions around foods and the emotions connected to them. This may take some practice, thus some time, and don't worry if you can't stop the negative behavior at this time. The key here is just becoming more aware of what you're doing in that moment. Okay, for instance, I have a habit of going to the fridge whenever I am tired, even though I'm not hungry. It actually took me a while to figure this out because I always thought it was due to being bored. The more I paid attention to my body when I was doing this, the more I realized it was because I was tired. So I thought it was because my body was telling me it needed energy, as in energy from a food source. For me, this wasn't the case as eating more food didn't actually help with the fatigue and usually led to a full stomach, which made me even more tired. Side note, I think the tiredness is connected to my hormonal changes, which is another episode. Anyways, I have yet to figure out the solution to the tiredness, but now when I go to the fridge and realize I'm tired, I do a little self-talk and walk away. Okay, you start becoming more aware of what you're doing, then comes the self-talk. As you reach for the food, which may not be part of your eating plan, ask yourself the following questions, then answer them. Do I really want this? Why do I want this? How am I feeling emotionally at this time? Am I even hungry? Once you start attaching a thought process to your unwanted eating habits, you can move on to the answering the next question, which is, what can I do instead of eating? This is something you will have to figure out for yourself as what works for others may not work for you. However, I will just give a few examples to get you thinking. If you're not hungry but reaching for food out of habit, what can you replace with that habit? Can you take a walk? How about getting something done around the house that will keep your hands busy? How about a hobby which you can work on? If you're stressed, how about a hot bath or a shower to relax? Do you need to turn off the TV and turn on some music? This one comes from the fact that there are quite a few people who have a habit of munching mindlessly when the TV is on. Now, take some time and start thinking about what you can do and have several activities in mind. I like to tell people to have what I call a bag of tricks. No one activity will work in every situation. Thus, having many to choose from will help increase your chances of success. Now, at the end of the day, you don't need to deprive yourself of your favorite foods. Like I have said before, food is not bad. What is bad is the amount that you eat. So, if you have tried a few distracting techniques and still wanting the food you originally went for, have some. Just don't go crazy over it. Take your time with it and enjoy it. This actually brings me to trigger foods. You may need to approach these in a different way. For instance, when it comes to my potato chip cravings, I know I can't have a whole bag in the house. So I have learned when I want some, I go out and get a snack size in it and allow myself to enjoy it. As for ice cream, yes, my other major trigger food, I either split a pint with my boyfriend, go to Baskin Robbins and get a single scoop, or, and this I found out recently, I can go get an ice cream bar from the corner store. Okay, those are what works for me, but what will work for you? If you're not sure, start doing some research on the internet and see what others have done. Try something. If it doesn't work, try something else. 
Now, there is so much more to this topic as there are so many different aspects of it. You can really go deep with it. I just covered the top layer of it to get you start thinking about your relationship with foods and habits surrounding them. Hopefully this will help you get moving in the right direction you would like. And remember, food is not bad. What is bad is the quantity. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me at bodyandmindstrong at gmail.com or you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. I hope you found this information to be useful. And if so, please click the subscribe button. I would very much appreciate it. Stay tuned for more episodes and helping you create a healthier, happier, stronger life for yourself. And make sure you're doing at least one thing today that will get you one step closer to one of your goals. Have a great day.